Now that my YouTube videos are starting to get quite a bit more traction, I'm starting to notice patterns in the, kind of, the kinds of questions that people are asking over and over and over again. And there's one particular that I get all of the time, and it goes something like this. Hey, Luke, can you do a video showing me how to use Quasar with XYZ backend, right? So somebody might be like, um, can you do it with, can you show me how to use Quasar with Firebase? Can you show me how to use Quasar with GraphQL? Can you show me how to use Quasar with this specific GraphQL, um, you know, um, backend framework and, you know, Django and Ruby on Rails? There's just so many different backends that I have that I could do a video on and show people how to implement Quasar with. And this is kind of, um, this is something that I've been thinking about quite a bit. Like how do I, how do I build a website like QuasarCast um, and satisfy those people? But at the end of the day, I'm going to have to choose a single backend framework that I mostly focus on. Because if we're gonna do deeper projects like you know Trello clones, Twitter clones, um, creating our own applications, I've got this really cool idea for a goals application I'm probably going to um, do a tutorial for. Then it kind of raises the question, well, what backend framework do I decide on? Um, and I've been thinking about this a lot. And the answer, some of you are gonna love it. Some of you are not going to love it. The answer is I'm going to commit to Laravel. Um, and before I lose you, just stick around for a little bit while I explain my reasoning for this. And um, even though I'm going to stick to Laravel as the back end of choice throughout QuasarCast, there, I am going to make videos like in the Getting Started series where basically once you finish the Getting Started series, the whole thing is just going to be focused on the front end. And we'll use a dummy um, API on the back end, right? But there'll be no API building involved. It would just be how to get started with Quasar. And then the app that we build, it's probably going to be a to-do app for the Getting Started guide. And then what we're going to do is we're going to build the back end using different frameworks. So we'll then build the back end with Laravel. Then we'll build it with GraphQL. Then we'll build it with, um, I don't know, whatever other framework. Uh, I'll try and hit like all of the main ones. Firebase, the ones that are the most popular. And that means that everybody will at least be able to set up their application using Quasar, um, at least for those major frameworks. And I'll sort of keep adding frameworks to the end of that um, Getting Started series. So it'll be, you know, so then the idea is, everybody at least can get up and running using Quasar with their backend of choice. Now, why have I chosen Laravel? Now, there's a few reasons for this, but I'll try and give you the main one by explaining a little bit about the story of how, um, of, of why I love Laravel. So I started with Laravel about three or four years ago, but the framework itself has actually been around for over 10 years now. And when Laravel, ever since Laravel's first release, um, the creator, Taylor Otwell, has been gradually building it up and releasing new features, making the framework better and better. Um, and, the, and the community has been growing and growing. And this has happened gradually over a 10-year period. And the cool thing about this is we now have a framework that is extremely stable. It is beautiful to use because it's been iterated on uh, so many times and it's been so beautifully built from the beginning that, um, that, that, it's been, that the creator has been able to iterate on it. And now it's kind of reached a point where um, the core way that Laravel is used is not going to change or it's very, very unlikely to change. But um, because the creator is constantly, constantly, constantly working on it and he's even built a team now that's constantly worked on it, 
Because of that, the community has grown massive and um, it's, okay, let me try and break this down into different sections. So because of that, Laravel has a package for everything. If you want to handle, um, if, if you want to handle WebSockets, like have a Laravel backend for WebSockets, that has already been done. If you want to have, um, oh gosh, what's another one? Gosh, there's so many that I'm getting like overwhelmed just thinking about it. Um, if you want to have, what's it called, policies, then there's two fantastic um, policy Laravel uh, packages out there. Um, handling things like SuRS, that's actually built into the framework now. But basically, um, I'm not doing a good ex ex job right now explaining all of the packages, but basically there is a huge, huge impersonation, handling impersonation, there's a package for that. But there's a huge number of packages that basically deal with every single problem I ever have to deal with with Laravel. API, stuff like the Trello API, it's already been built. Um, authenticating with just about every platform under the sun like Facebook, Google, it's just all been done for you. Okay, so that's one thing. The packages um, community is fantastic and it is growing even stronger still. Now, any other front-end application that's building something like Node.js, um, you know, sort of those more native JavaScript applications, in my opinion, they simply do not have the, uh, they simply haven't been around long enough to have the solid foundation and the solid community um, that Laravel has. And I've looked at a lot of them. A lot of them are very exciting. They're very cool. Um, I've, I've seen one that's kind of got a similar repository pattern to Laravel that's very exciting. The, the name of it escapes me at the moment. But um, there's a lot of cool, exciting um, backend applications coming out uh, in these other, in these other ecosystems, but the frank reality is they just haven't had the time to iterate as long as Laravel has, and Laravel has been iterating and growing for ten years consistently. It's never sort of like dulled down for a bit. For ten years, consistently, it's been getting better and better. Okay, so that's one thing. The other thing is. Since Laravel is so established now as a package, the ecosystem around it has become phenomenal. So the creator of Laravel himself, um, uh, Taylor Otwell, has built something like four or five applications on top of Laravel um, to handle a lot of the problems that you'll run into. So I'll give you an example. We have Laravel Vapor now, which allows you to do serverless websites using Laravel. So the serverless problem has now been solved with Laravel. Okay, so nobody can complain about scaling anymore um, unless they're like a banking company or something and they need like ridiculous, you know, close to the metal. Anyway, so we've got Laravel Vapor um, and then we've got uh, Laravel Forge for uh, deploying your Laravel application to services like DigitalOcean and Volta. And these are built by Taylor Otwell himself. He has a team that helps him build, like um, work on them now, but these are built by the creator of Laravel. We've also got um, uh, the, uh, Laravel Envoy. So if you wanna have zero downtime deployment, you can use that. There's Laravel Spark, which is a phenomenal tool for starting um, a subscription-based application. So if you wanna have a SaaS product that you sell on a monthly basis, La Laravel has a product for that that has already been built for you. And so I can start charging people um, on a subscription basis and it would take me 20 minutes to set that up. I'm not even joking. And on top of all of that, Laravel has now um, solved all of your API related problems. So we've got Laravel Passport. If you wanna have a full OAuth 2 application, 
Laravel Passport will do that for you. Um, and it integrates really well if you want to build like build out your front end as well. And then for just simple SPA applications or simple authentication, we've got Laravel Sanctum. All right, these are all built by the creator himself, um, or at least um, you know him or somebody who's on his team. He's got like four people on his team now. Um, these are all built by the. And by the way, to add on to all of this, since Taylor has all of these other um, applications that he's selling, you know that Laravel is very, um, very healthy. He's able to build a team of people um, that work on Laravel, the open source free Laravel, um, because he's got all of these applications he's built on top of it, which is just fantastic. Now we have Laravel Octane as well, by the way. So um, Laravel can basically dish up requests at a ludicrous speed, a ridiculous um, speed that we didn't have before. So there's that as well. And basically all of this to say that when people start saying to me like, oh, can you do a, a backend for you know X, Y, Z? The answer is yes, I can build out a backend for all of these different frameworks. Um, I'll build out a backend series for all of these different frameworks. But the reality is I just, I, I really don't think, and you know, maybe I'll be proven wrong and I bet I'm gonna get a lot of messages after this podcast. I just don't think there is anything out there that compares to Laravel for building a backend framework. Um, and basic, and also on that um, same line of thinking, I do not subscribe to the concept of let's try and keep the all of our code in the same language. Look, I, look, I understand why people do that, want to do that. They don't want to learn a different language. I just don't think that JavaScript is doing a good enough job yet, in my opinion, in the, for the frameworks that exist. I just don't think it gives a nice backend development experience. And I really think that the overhead of learning PHP and a backend framework like Laravel is worth it. I feel better building server applications in PHP and Laravel. It feels um, more like the way it should be than when I'm using something like JavaScript. And look, that's very opinionated. I'm sure that a lot of people would push back on that and probably rightfully so. That's just kind of how it feels to me. So I just wanted to have a, you know, a place that people can go to, a podcast that people can listen to, to basically say, look, I hear you. I want to build a backend um, guide that helps you get started with your backend. But I am all in with Laravel. And I think that if you want to have a long-term career in development, um, it might be worth picking up a backend framework like Laravel rather than just focusing on Node. And oh gosh, that's so controversial. I don't know if I even should say it, but there we go. I've said it. I've, I've got to be honest on this podcast. That's, that's what I honestly think. Um, another thing like I'm starting to do is learn a bit of Python as well, because um, another reality is if you want to start doing, um, if you want to start doing uh, data analytics, you need to learn uh, a framework for that as well. And I want to empower people at the place that I work to do data analytics as well. Um, and so I need to learn some Python so I can set it up with my database. Um, maybe, um, you know, start building a basic front end that analysts can then start, maybe not a front end, but like, make it so that our API APIs can be built with Python so that people can sort of crunch numbers using Python and then feed that into an API. And, you know, we can sort of work with that as well. But yeah, so that basically what I'm saying there is that there's different tools for different jobs. So I just don't think once again, that anything nails the backend experience like Laravel does. Um, it's a joy to use when you're building backend applications. But then if I wanted to do analytics, PHP isn't the language for that. Um, you know, people are starting to try and build analytical um, 
packages and the likes for PHP. But if I want to do stuff like machine learning and analytics, I'm going to reach for different tools for that. Uh, yeah, so that's what I wanted to share in this podcast. That's why I'm using Laravel um, and why I'm... P- and why most of our Quasar core applications, so sort of my core teachings are going to use Laravel on the back end. Oh, and I forgot about one more more platform, uh, one more package when I was talking about packages before. Laravel Octane, not Act Octane, sorry, Laravel Orion, which is a package that allows you to scaffold out an API really, really quickly. Oh, and one more thing I really want to mention, sorry, and I'll close out this podcast. I know this is getting long, but um, I, I think you guys will love this concept as well. The other great thing about Laravel is getting started is ridiculously easy. Just like Quasar, it is so easy to get up and running with Laravel. However, it is ridiculously extensible. So one of the things I love about Quasar is that it gives you a whole bunch of functionality that you can use if you like, but you don't have to. You can do things your own way if you would like. The same with Laravel. Laravel gives you a whole whole bunch of functionality for free, but if you like, you can jump out of those bounds and start doing things your own way. Um, So that's why I absolutely love Laravel, and that's one of the reasons that I absolutely love Quasar as well. So hopefully a lot of you are not going to get mad that I'm committing to that framework as the back end. Uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed this uh, this podcast as much as I enjoyed um, making it for you. Even though it's kind of a controversial thing, I still um, I really enjoy talking about this stuff. And check out quasarcast.com slash register if you're interested in learning through videos, especially if you're interested in Laravel and Quasar, that combination. Check out quasarcast.com slash register. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast.